Welcome back to Back Portion. It's JP, Chris, and Gabe. Today is our top five movie scores episode. So Gabe? I'm really excited about this episode. Just to preface, we are all doing this remotely. Chris is in DC, JP's in Tallahassee, and I am in Jacksonville. And we have been for the last hour attempting to set this up properly. <laughs> and we figure that uh, one professional degree, one bachelor's degree, and one current bachelor's degree could have figured it out easily. But nope, waste of, waste of 30 combined years of private <laughs> education. <laughs> but we think we've got it to where the quality is at least okay. Yeah, so I'm great. looking forward to it's it. It's good to How be back, feeling? boys. Yeah, like, it feels good. It's, yeah, it's been a while. Long. Two months. And, um, we might have some more. We've got some more shows planned for the future, but we'll see how this one goes. Can we tease one real quick? <clears throat> uh, let's hear it. Let's just say, folks, I'm going to see Tenet tomorrow night, and we may be recording all of our thoughts on it. <laughs> the Tenet mega review and the Nolan rankings, which the Nolan hierarchy will be fiercely debated <laughs> on this show. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about me- Nolan yet tonight yeah let's hold those thoughts for the episode let's get into movie scores so we're going to be going through our top five movie scores and when i say that i really mean individual tracks from movie scores so what are your five basically favorite tracks of movie scores and jp when you take your headphones off the people can hear it you're good though (laughs) so what we're going to do is we're going to each count down our five and then Spotify has this new thing that started literally this week where they're going to allow you on anchor, which is the podcast recording thing we use to actually play full songs. So we're going to see if we can insert the full songs after each one. So this might be kind of a long podcast. If you don't want to listen to them, you're welcome to skip through up to you. Um, so y'all got any thoughts before we get started? Uh, no, I'm just excited. Uh, Spotify actually did a thing where I actually, I'll talk about it when we get there. That, that would give it away. Okay. That's yeah. fair. Um, in addition, I figure we can talk about the composer themselves and we can also discuss the specific scene. These tracks, um, occur in during each movie. Um, I don't know if I'm using the word score or track or song correctly. Yeah, I've never really understood how I'm, the Academy like divides any of those or like sound editing versus sound mixing. That's way above our our pay grade. We'll find yeah. out. Anyways, do we want to start with JP? Yeah, I think I think both of me and JP have honorable mentions. I have some honorable mentions too. Let's save honorable mentions for the end. I have Let's a few. Okay, cool. Let's do our actual top fives and mention honorable mentions. All right, JP, what's your number five? All right, so number five, um, this one gets me very excited. Binary Sunset from A New Really? Hope. This is a very, very is short. This, the beginning? this is, it might, not the like, very beginning, the but it's right it's at like the beginning. Epic. Luke on Tatooine. Yeah, it's. So it's, it's a really short sequence. It's before Luke's journey begins. Uh, in which Luke walks outside and stares at the two suns setting, and he's longing for yeah, something like, more. It's like the prettiest scene. He's wish- <laughs> it's yeah, he's looking out at like the entire galaxy, waiting for him, basically. And the song like evokes the same exact thing. Like when you hear it, it makes you have this longing feeling, like there's something more. And 
it's just like one of those times where John Williams, the music matches the scene like perfect. What's what's perfectly. interesting is I'm like ninety percent sure I know what song you're talking about, but this okay <laughs> it's yeah. okay yeah he uses let's, it let's yeah not all be a humming podcast so it's the force theme it. and a lot of these are probably mm-hmm. like that because there's bits and pieces when they write when com- movie composers write scores they write like the theme into the score and then they weave little bits and pieces of all that throughout the movie and so like this one particular scene is where that part comes from, but it plays in every Star Wars movie at a bunch of different times and and surrounded yeah. by other music, you know. This is a very like simple simplified slower version yeah. of that same mm-hmm. tune that you hear in JP, Star Wars. This is a great That's choice. It. I really like this one. Um Chris, what's your number five? Yeah. My number five is Time from Inception by Hans Zimmer. That's a great choice as well. Yeah. I think uh, Inception is probably peak Hans Zimmer. It beats Gladiator for me. Um, And this one time, which I think is kind of like, you could call it the Inception theme. um, It's the one kind of like what JP was just saying. It's kind of the one that is weaved throughout the movie. Um, And uh, I think it's one that like, it perfectly describes the weird dreaminess of the movie, but also um, the it changes pace multiple times within the same track, and that describes Inception to me perfectly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, this is this is a great pick. The this whole would have the been whole score is my top twenty in that movie. It is. Yeah. That's true. Time time is the base best one. I would agree with you, but um, you know, this is one of my favorite Gabe, movies. I'm shocked and that it's this is not on you. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's up there. Mine are way more pump up. Oh, really? Yeah, I only have really like oh. pump up. <laughs> My, mine are yeah. mine are a good mix. Mine are a good mix. Okay, um, do love the choice though. My number five is Tryouts by Jerry Goldsmith from Rudy. Oh, that's so good! I, for, I, totally, oh. I totally forgot about Rudy for some reason. <laughs> That whole that whole uh, <laughs> score is awesome. I'll say the tryout scene in Rudy. That is my favorite scene of any sports. Film. It's so good, and it's mm-hmm. it's when when the coach just comes up and goes, "We don't care if you get hurt." It just <laughs> it, it cracks me up how football used yeah. to be, and a big part of that though is how good the music is during that scene and how it's been building up to that for like an hour, yeah. hour and a half. And to me, like that's on that's on the level of like Rocky mm. for pump up music. I'll tell you what my favorite part, yeah. my favorite song part of uh, Rudy is is the practice montage over the acapella Notre Dame fight song. Yeah. That's a really good one too. Rudy's yeah, got a great, great soundtrack. Uh, JP, you're number four. Number four. Um, if you can't tell, are I'm you wearing Star Wars? Are these all be Star Wars? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm wearing a NASA shirt. It's close enough. Um, Imperial March from Empire Strikes too. Back. <laughs> oh, 
now. Oh, there we Those go. Are very classic so, choices. Y'all talk about it. I mean, what do I have to say about the? Yeah, Dark it's Fury, it's the best know? villain <laughs> music ever written. Yeah, yeah. It's Anything the most evil, iconic. The perfect. Um, yeah. it, in Jaws, it it it's so iconic for evil or the dark side or whatever. But uh, the rebels are on Hoth and they're about to be attacked by the Empire and they know it and like hundreds of imperial fleet destroyers show up and the song begins to play and this is the very first time we've seen uh like vader to this degree in uh in the ships i mean in uh, he's just like peering out from it and it like exemplifies vader now um, is it the it's from empire strikes back right Okay. Yeah, you don't yeah. see it's not Okay, in the that's first what movie. I thought. Yeah, to me Vader never yeah. really had his theme until um, the second Yeah, one. to me it's it's like there's only so many like movie scores that have become tran- like that one transcended the movie and then you could play it to someone who's never seen Star Wars and they will not only be able to say that's from Star Wars, but they'll also be able to say that's Darth Vader's theme, right? Yeah, it's the characters. Yeah. Like, theme. which is yeah. incredible. You could ask anyone, they don't even have to know anything about the movie or anything, and it's so recognizable. Which tells you also, is it the is it the character? Is it the music? I think they're intertwined, or the franchise itself, like the the brand. But you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's always in. It's in so many movies too that people, TV shows, everything, commercials that rip it yeah. off. Yeah, <laughs> everyone knows the and tune I'm, to I'm it. Big, like you said. I'm big on so uh, it's iconic. On I don't know if it's like a music thing. I probably should have looked this up, but I'm big on how John Williams names a lot of these marches. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number four is the the trio from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm, I will, ab- mm. I will abstain by Ennio Morricone. Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't want to comment on this. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Did not expect that this would be comments. Not this particular because... song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I figured. So um, there are two other famous songs from the good, the bad, and the ugly that are more famous than the trio, but this is from mm-hmm. my what favorite trio? scene. The trio is the climactic oh, gunfight okay. oh, leading okay. up to yeah. it. The, uh. So you've got the main theme from Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. You've got the ecstasy of gold, which is Tuco searching all the graveyards. And then the ecstasy of gold turns, which is an incredible song, and I think it's what you picked, but we're <laughs> not going to say. And then mm-hmm. ecstasy of gold turns into the trio, which is just all of these like horns just battling each other. And it's to me, I think it's my number one directed scene of all time is that climactic shootout. And the music is so perfect and intense and it has your heart pounding. And you're like, this is like an Italian movie from the 1960s and it's the best directed thing I've ever seen. What is this song? It's incredible. (laughs) And you're so hyped up the whole time. All of these songs just get me super hyped up. I don't know if I'm screaming into the mic right now. Can we we um, pause and just give a couple seconds on any more code and just say one r.i.p r.i.p um when did he die april it seems like it seems like this one year it was this year right 50 years yeah but i think it was this year. 
Um, I mean, one of the best composers maybe ever. I mean, I am not, I took four years of piano. I'm not a music expert, but sure. In my opinion, he's one of my <laughs> favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he has a distinct sound. I think he has like, when you hear a John Williams score, you know, oh, it's yeah. John Williams, but when you hear Ennio mm-hmm. Morricone, whether it's in one of those spaghetti Westerns, once upon a time in America or one of the Tarantino movies, you're like, I know exactly who this is, but it's also, and it's you know, Gabe, I think now it's that always you say new. the trio. I think it's the horns. It's his horns. It's, it's something oh, about yeah. Italian. Mm-hmm. Something about that. All right, JP, what's your number three? My number three is you just said it, Ecstasy of Gold. Let's go. Um, I have to. Good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Um, so, love this choice, and this is one of my favorite songs. This is in my top 20. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Continue. This song's also iconic as hell. Like, everyone, if you played this, they'd be, most people would be like, I feel like I've heard that mm-hmm. before, no matter whether they know where it's from or not. That's how icon- iconic it is. It's everywhere. And um, I just love that scene, you know, Tuco, uh, Clint Eastwood is sitting next or standing next to the cannon with his cigarette, just chilling and he lights it and hits Tuco off his horse. And then he lights it again and uh, sends him flying through the air. And then he hits something. He turns around. It's a gravestone. And it right that second, the music starts playing and he starts running around looking for the specific grave. I mean, the music is so good in that scene, and I just had to put it on here. I, I considered a, three or four songs from that movie, but mm-hmm. this is the one I picked. Same, except I chose the trio. I, I could have easily put Ecstasy of Gold, too. I feel like I was trying to not be basic. Like, I'm not putting the Star Wars main theme on my list, but I yeah. could have. I love that theme. See, you have to. I mean, you have to. I'm being basic because That's they're fine. the best. That's fine. Um, Chris, your number three. My number three. <laughs> Speaking of basic, just picking theme songs, the James Bond theme from Doctor No. Yeah, mm. <laughs> um, that was really so close to making it on mine. Uh, like, not only this is might be one of my favorite songs outside of movies. Um, one because I'm a huge James Bond fan, um, but also I like the fact that. Dr. No is so like foundational and, and set pretty much the standard of what a modern action movie looks like. And especially set the standard, obviously set the standard for how to create like the plot of a James Bond movie. And just the fact that Mm -hmm. the character's theme song was actually meant to be the movie's theme song. And then, cause the next one they did, uh, uh, they had its own movie theme song and then kept the James Bond theme as the character's theme. And then they just were like, I don't, I think mm-hmm. it was Goldfinger. They were like, screw it. Like, this is just the James Bond theme. <laughs> and, uh, but it's so foundational. And I think John Barry, who went on to like, you know, I think he won Oscars for what movies did he do? Did he do Schindler's List or something? He no, did, that was yeah, maybe John Williams, he did something right? Insane. Uh, he won multiple Oscars, but not for James Bond, which I think is probably his best. Um, like, oh, he did Dances with Wolves and Out of 
Out of Africa. Yeah. Out of Africa. Which were obviously two huge Oscar winners. Um, but yeah, I mean, the music, that's another one, like with the Darth Vader theme. If you hear that song, you've never, you could never have seen a James Bond movie, but you know it's Sean Connery or Daniel Craig, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a very was... controversial authorship of really? that song. Really? I didn't there's, know that. There's been three or four people that claim like that were working that they for John it. Barry. Uh, well, there's it's very similar to like guitar riffs from like earlier songs from yeah. years before, and there's like people who say that they like came up with the idea for it. So there's been a lot of court oh, cases about it too. It's very, it's very yeah. uh, jazzy and swingy. So I do know that he combined two songs, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that they <laughs> might've been ripped off. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not even saying it's ripped off. I'm just saying there's been well, that's court like, cases what about was, it. Um, Sam um, Smith lost one to Tom Petty right before Tom Petty died, where apparently the Petty mm-hmm. family like owns like half of Sam Smith's money or something. <laughs> Holy crap. Hey, good for them. Sam Smith, kind of a weird dude. Uh, My number three is my only Hans Zimmer on this list. Um, Hans Zimmer is my favorite composer. I I love Hans Zimmer. I love, like, the Man of Steel soundtrack I listen to all the time. And I love the Man of Steel movie too, but it's like, it's because of Hans Zimmer. It's not from Man of Steel. I like Man of Steel. It is No Mm -hmm. Time for Caution from Interstellar. I, so I was really close. I only put one Hans Zimmer, and I was trying to make it diverse composers. I didn't want to just go John because I, mm-hmm. I could go John Williams. We could do a three-hour podcast and just talk about, um, you know, John Williams or Hans Zimmer. But uh, no, I literally that was the one that I. Okay, that's an honorable mention. I'll say it. <laughs> so basically, we. Uh, we are all Nolan fans, and I also didn't want. I could have put almost every different Nolan movie. We could have put one of these in, but mm-hmm. Interstellar. I was in the theaters. This is the song yeah. from the docking scene in Interstellar, where they're trying to beat the impossible scientific odds to redock. And I, it's number one. One of it's in complete silence besides the dialogue and the music because it's in space. And I guess they did it realistically. And I'm you sitting see, there. You see the locks on go. The edge of my seat, clamping shaking shaking and i'm in the theaters and i remember thinking to myself what in god's (laughs) name is this organ because it's the greatest song i've ever heard in my life it's kind of like a it's kind of like a sucking noise like as if you're being like it's very i don't know why it's very reminiscent of the davy jones theme he wrote for the second parts of the caribbean which is a great one Mm-hmm. And it's just what, but I think it's way better and a little more, it's more spacey yeah. than piratey. Um, Interstellar is a beautiful soundtrack. Yeah. There's well, a lot of really you make good a space movie, that. you gotta have grand music. And it's also, this is one thing too. All of these scenes, I love the scenes, and I'm wondering how much of it is because so of the music, the or end. maybe I love the, the music because, because I, I love the I scenes. I have a thought about that. Yeah. Okay. JP, what's your number two? My number two is also from <laughs> Star Wars. Wait, have you it's, only picked Star Wars? That's fair. That's fair. And I uh, think I know. I picked, oh, I picked yeah. Ecstasy of Gold before this. I think I know what you're going to pick, but go ahead. So this one is Duel of so the Fates good. from Phantom so Menace. Good. 
<laughs> so this is one of my also yeah, my number let's two. Go. Let's go. Music. That <laughs> shit is hype. Music. Yes. Yeah, that is yes. hype. That that is hype ass movie music. Oh my so god. So this is one of my favorite scenes in character introductions oh, yeah. of all time. Oh, the the Darth. Um, it's the Darth Maul thing. <laughs> it's the duel. Yeah, I mean, it's the duel with the Phantom Menace. You find out who the fan. Well, who's it's actually who, Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah, it's actually Jar Jar, but. I love the scene. The bay doors open. A hooded figure appears, mm-hmm. drops his cloak, spins, and ignites a double double bladed lightsaber. Yes. And then the all men choir starts playing immediately, and it conflict chaos erupts. But it's like it's not a light side or dark side song necessarily. It's like just a cha- is, is, chaotic, is con- conflicted only, song. Uh, like vocal ones in Star Wars that has a vocal track on it. Well, they 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 reference it often in Battle of, the of the Heroes, Sith too, which yeah. is in Revenge of the Sith, and which yeah. is Anakin versus Obi Wan yeah. in the movie. Honorable mention, but the, the concert version is Battle <laughs> of the Heroes. Yeah, that's in my honorable mention as well. Yep. And so, Duel of the Fates. I was wondering, can I put this in? Because the version that's so great is the concert version. The movie version is not quite as good. Well, it's, but it's a long awesome. song, right? When it's kind of it quieter in the movie. But they're both on the soundtrack, and it's basically. It's just this insane song that has the London Symphony Orchestra screaming a Welsh poem translated into ancient Sanskrit. And no. I couldn't make that up if I tried. <laughs> and it's the most – I have no clue what they're saying, and it's the most And what JP song was like saying, ever. the duality of the music, because it, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like a beautiful, calming thing, but then there's also like a rushing to it. And it's literally exactly yeah. perfect for the movie scene, and perfect for perfect the, for Star Wars uh, well because uh, that's all that's all that Star Wars is about is that two sides of the same coin, light yeah. and dark. You know, and I I think Duel of the Fates for people that are like my age or younger is essentially what the Star Wars main titles are or the Imperial Death March is to people that grew up in the seventies. I yeah. saw Phantom Menace <clears throat> in theaters when I was nine. And I was like, this is the greatest <laughs> yeah. song I've ever heard. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> so I I really like that song. Uh, it might have been number one, but uh, the just vocal part of it, it's like a very daunting sound. Like Chris said, like the duality of it, very daunting sound. And then when the horns come in, um, it's kind of like a hopeful sound. So it it's not light side or dark side within the Star Wars movie. So right, my Chris, number two, number two. I think y'all could have guessed one of my favorite movies of all time, The Raiders March from Raiders of the Lost Ark by John Williams. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, it's my I would not have guessed It's this. one of my favorite songs. Yeah. It's one of, I, I would have yeah, guessed Yeah, JP's that. probably heard me listen to it in the shower a million times. Like, um, gr- <laughs> just a great uh, – talk about another hype song and another one that just perfectly <laughs> encapsulates – the character that it was written for, which is like a sense of adventure, um, but also like loose and cartoony. Like it sounds like a movie soundtrack, which a lot of these songs, mm-hmm. like Ennio Morricone would be a beautiful, like anything by him could be a beautiful symphony outside of a movie. But like Indiana Jones, the Raiders March was literally written to be indiana jones's theme song it's like james bond theme song like it was written for a movie with that specific purpose and i don't know with that it's like 
loose and kind of funny and cartoony, but then also extremely like heart moving and uh, adventurous, which perfectly sums up Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is why it's my third favorite movie of all time. So that's a really interesting take. I love yeah. the Raiders theme. I mean, who doesn't? It yeah. you're in for yeah. an adventure when yeah. you hear it. It's the most adventurous. You know when you go to a written. theme park? I do wonder should you know we when have you done... go into a theme park and you know they try to make you feel like you're in a movie and you know there's all these like cool plants around and you're like walking and you haven't really seen the roller coaster yet. That's the music that it's written as. Like it's trying to as a little kid watching Indiana Jones, mm. it's like this music makes me feel like I can go swing from a vine and like not punch a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, finish your game. So, well, I was just saying maybe what you mentioned earlier, we should have done it how we did for the quarantine special where we didn't include quotes from Heat. We maybe we shouldn't have included John Williams. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and we should have done a John yeah, Williams. We just needed to. I mean, we cool. could. That's the, we could talk Hans Zimmer all day. We could talk John Williams all day. Um, we're basic, bakes, basic. Bakers. We're suckers for um, good shit. All right, that's so what before we, are. we do, I mean, it's you can't tell me we. You can't we're, tell yeah, me John. Like, John Williams. Yeah, he's the greatest. Move or you know, he writes incredible movie themes for giant blockbusters, but I mean, it's fucking incredible music, too. Like, we shouldn't understate that. So, before we continue with our number one, let's go ahead and do a couple honorable mentions. Um, I have a couple, um, we don't have to go too too in depth into them. I didn't necessarily order mine, uh. JP, let's hear one of your honorable mentions. Uh, Battle of the Heroes from Revenge of the Sith. Great. It's on mine, too. I mean, just... Now, what's interesting, that's another concert version. You don't hear that exact version in the movie, but all of the different parts of it combine. I don't think you do, but it's like the Anakin versus Obi-Wan you hear in the movie, and they basically make it better for the concert version, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I got. I only have one honorable mention, and it's called The Main Title from the shining and it's just them driving up to the overlook hotel with the helicopter view following them and it's just and it's just it's horrible okay okay and it makes your it makes your skin crawl before you even get to the hotel yeah i couldn't remember that sound but now that you say i totally remember that gabe so one of my honorable mentions is the Baseball Furies <laughs> Chase from the Warriors by uh, Barry Devorzon, which the Warriors is an incredibly <laughs> flawed yet still awesome movie. The Baseball Furies Chase is the one of the most badass <laughs> songs ever written. It's so cool. And that scene is a perfect scene, and I will fight <laughs> anyone who disagrees. And you have all these like gang members sprinting all out for miles to like the funkiest, <laughs> like hardest music I've ever heard in my life. And it's really similar to the regular Warriors theme. It's just I think like a minute and a half shorter. It could be the same exact thing for all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, JP, you got any more? Uh, yeah, I'll just list them real quick. The Godfather okay. Waltz. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a great one. Bond theme, Doctor No. In the main title, Good, the Bad, the Ugly theme. 
in Across the Stars from Attack the Clones. Those are my honorable mentions. I, I had to put a lot. I'm sorry. I think that's you, fine. You mentioned probably the most famous, and then probably the most, or or sorry, probably the most like movie wise, movie history wise, the most important, and then probably the most recognizable, which is the Godfather one. I mean, just because of the Godfather and the the wedding scene and all that. And then, and all the shit that comes with that. And then the good, the bad, and the ugly theme, that's another one that you can make that sound with your mouth and anyone is like, oh, yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly, right, Clint Eastwood? Have you ever seen <laughs> yeah. that? No. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, or like it's Western just in general. For, uh, Western. Just iconic sound. Um, another one I would put would be um, oh. Creed from Creed by... I, it's, I, I'm trying to think of how to pronounce his name. It's the dude that does Mandalorian, Ludwig Jorensen, mm. something like that. He's becoming yeah. like the number one new composer. And your Creed is, it's basically combines um, going the distance and gonna fly now all together, but with like newer is instruments. Is that when he's running with and the, it's also with like the, I'm all sitting, the mopeds? No, but that's awesome too. This is when Rocky says to him, "You're oh, a creep, yes. and I love you." And he goes out yes. and it's the music during the final round, mm. and it's and it's again all of my stuff is pump <laughs> up because I have no taste, but <laughs> it, it just has me going nuts the whole time. And it's like a medley of Rocky themes, and it's it's oh my god, it's so great. Um, JP, you have any more? Nope, that's it. I have another one, but oh. And JP, I think you'll actually add on to this. The Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 main titles. Oh, yeah. I, that was almost uh, made it onto my honorable mentions. I just That one I was listening to the other day, and just the nostalgia of it alone. And the, mm-hmm. at the beginning, the like the drums at the beginning, you know? Uh, yes. Yeah. That... Um, it's by Danny Elfman, who also, I think, did the okay. Mission Impossible um, yeah. 95. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the Spider-Man ones, it's like it oh, brings yeah. back nostalgia of sitting in the theaters. And it was my first superhero movie I ever saw in theaters. And I was like, I saw just oh, the yeah. Marvel pages flipping. Dude, and you just hear the... I, yeah. You yeah. hear the... Do, 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 do. I will, We're watching I will Chris's nostalgia attack over Zoom right If that now. theme comes on in Spider-Man 3 and Tobey Maguire comes on the screen. Oh my god! <laughs> I'd start screaming. I mean, I, I'd be very extremely. Uh, so I have and... one more honorable mention, and you just reminded me of it. So oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it for sure. Um, it's "Lord Knows" by Meek Mill uh, from Creed. That's the that, sprinting one. That's and the it's a sprinting mix of fly uh, now with, with the Meek heads. Mill writing a song over it, which is so cool. Yeah. It's and, and it's one of those things where I would not at all yeah. think you'd think that it, it would, would be work, like, oh, this is but like, it does. this sounds like the big mo- booty mix on SoundCloud, you know? Like, <laughs> like Yeah. One <laughs> one more song from Creed that I will throw on my honorable mention. Yeah, let's Last hear it. Breath. Future uh future rapping we, over the Rocky theme. How good that, that one's great is. too. It's so good. Michael yeah, B. Creed's fantastic. Sly robbed. I agree. Um, now, you guys are going to be shocked. Actually, I, I won't say this. And I think there are a couple more I could throw out there, but we don't want to keep people waiting all night. So let's go ahead. Let's do our number ones. JP, let's hear your number one. 
I mean, everyone knows I'm a big Star Wars guy. Star Wars Wait, main dude, theme. Star Wars main theme. Could it have been anything It's the greatest. It, it is the greatest movie theme of all time. It's the most iconic. It's the most well-known. It's it's everything. It's the best. It's That was like it, watching I had to put a it horror on. movie I mean, where you know the girl's going to die the whole time. You're like, she's going to die. Like, can we just get it over <laughs> with? It's like, JP, just hit fucking Star Wars and let's get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> all right well there you our go. 40 listeners who made it this far are going to be like wait did they just pick the like most literally basic the theme of themes of all time ever. <laughs> even more exactly. john williams That's hey, even more of a hey, reason. it's fantastic just, okay here's my question is it the fact that star wars wars was such an impactful movie and that uh, you know, the music became so popular. Is that why it sounds like a space song? Or is it because it just sounds like music. a space song? Yes. No, it's the music. I think it's song, okay. it, it sounds like a Star Wars song, is it's, what it is. It's become synonymous. It's with the music. Idea. It's just like that is. Yeah. It is Star Wars. It's what makes the scenes. You, when you're. Yeah, you. It makes the scenes and most of the scenes in Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, like a shitty. So. They go, they go a, hand in hand. Star Wars scene, and there's a number of them, uh, is always made better by a badass. Like whenever, um, like a nostalgic song comes on. Um, yeah. So my number one, the ec- the ecstasy of gold, the good and What's the bad it? and the ugly by Ennio Morricone. Mm. R.I.P. That's a great choice. Um, so this is like. Exactly what I was saying with Dark, D- the Darth Vader theme, uh, the Imperial March is like the movie is so synonymous with that. Or sorry, the music is so synonymous with that movie and with the man with no, the character and the man with no no name. But it's like I think that transcends it. I mean, you hear it in, in beer commercials now, you know, <laughs> and it just gets the heart racing. Yeah. It, now, holding that thought, it's my favorite commercial of all time is the Nike fake commercial um, directed by David Fincher came out like 10 years ago with Ecstasy of Gold. It was LaDainian Tomlinson and Troy Palomalu. <laughs> Highly David recommend Fincher. you watch it. It's one minute long. And it's all yeah, David yeah. Fincher, who's a famous commercial director. He came back and directed this. And it's it's the best commercial I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah, I got to see that. <laughs> one, I just the good and the bad and the ugly, just so, so good. Yeah. And this music is, it's beautiful, beautiful stuff. I listen to it in the morning, probably three days a week on average. Mm-hmm. And think about it this way: Ecstasy yeah, Gold and yeah. the Trio are literally in the movie connected. Like Ecstasy well, so Gold and the Trio start. When like you right said after. the Trio, it's, it's I wasn't that even sure what you were close. talking about. And then when I went on Spotify, I just kind of put two and yeah. two together because usually I'll just throw it on in the morning and get ready and stuff. But I didn't realize that they were two different tracks, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because yeah. they're almost two halves of the same mm-hmm. song. All right, my number one. I'm so excited for this. This this is maybe in my top ten favorite songs. Is um, "Promontory" by Trevor Jones? Oh, which is man, in Last baby, of the man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
Yes, <laughs> Michael Mann. And JP, have you ever seen Michael Last Mann did Last of the Mohicans? I haven't seen it. Michael Mann did it though. It's Michael Mann did That's it. We have we have to watch this. Just Michael I'm Mann so excited directing. for it. So <laughs> this is the greatest actor alive. As he's pre- now, he literally now, was living as a as an eighteen hundreds man for like two years. <laughs> you know, J- JP. You know, last of the Mohicans. He is just Daniel pretended Day-Lewis, he right? was from the eighteen hundreds okay, for like. So <laughs> I have. For like I have a year. <laughs> so Michael Mann, in the same note I said with Fincher, Nike also hired Michael Mann to direct a commercial, a similar theme, but using this song. So it's hilarious we both put them as number one. This was with Sean Merriman and Steven Jackson. Michael Mann did a nice <laughs> commercial as well. Um, I love this song, though. Uh, so originally, the last it's one so he can score, which is legendary. But originally, Michael Mann wanted an electronic score, which would have been really cool and interesting, what do you mean, like, to be not, honest. Not like but at the last minute, he's like... Shit, like synthesizers and stuff? Oh, like like that would synth, be cool. like synth, mm. yes, like John Carpenter so, type stuff. Yeah, and so he hires um, Trevor Jones to do it, and then Tre- who is like the '90s composer that's like in like eight million '90s movies. Um, so Trevor Jones does it, and Michael Mann's like, you know what? I really think we need to go <laughs> with like more of like a classical score and he's like well great the movie comes out in a month so what in god's name do you want me to do so he like on the fly composes one of the greatest um scores of all time and another dude though had to come on to help him and because there was multiple composers it was declared ineligible for the academy awards so so it was snubbed really poorly promontory is like the five or six Mm. minute scottish violins battle that's at the end it's like basically the the climax of the film where there's very little dialogue and all you hear is i'm not (laughs) gonna do it but you just hear violins battling each other all in a row and i'm like screaming in my house right now just talking about the song it's so epic it is epic is the actual good word to describe it's an epic song and it's a great ending it is oh it's it's a and, and again I'm so addicted to scenes. Oh, yeah. I could sit there and watch this scene on YouTube all day in large part because of the song. When I go to the gym, <laughs> I listen to this song on my workout playlist, <laughs> which might explain why I'm not sure, but Promontory, Trevor Jones, So my do you play these for your kids in the classroom? <laughs> yes, we listen to this. Like, so you're yeah, like yeah. headbanging when, whenever I put like, my movie scores playlist. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, it's it's so it's based on like a Scottish song. They just kind of changed the theme of the Scottish song, I guess. And all these kids <laughs> are like, "What's this Irish music?" I'm like, "It's Scottish." Um, so before we wrap, or as we wrap up, I wanted to just say, in general, I wanted to pose y'all a question, sort of like a dumb college philosophy question. So is we, especially for me, mine were basically half character themes. Is it the music that is so memorable because of the character or movie became so legendary? Or is it the fact that the mu- like the movie or character depends on the music? I was curious to get y'all's take. 
I know for me with what I chose, it's definitely a combination because each thing I chose, even my um, honorable mentions was the scenes. Cause I, o- I basically chose only hype up music and it was scenes that get, that are intense and get me going. And it's definitely a combination of that with music yeah. that brings that out. I think, so I think it was a perfect melding. I think for me. like you do not, I don't think he would be intimidating without, uh, the theme that clearly sh- is like signals to the audience, hey, he's a bad guy. Uh, he was still super okay. intimidating in the first one, though. So I think I think most of the time it's the movie, but there's rare instances where I the agree. music and these are the ones um, we picked. Makes, makes the scene. and yeah, I mean, I, that's what I based it off of, basically. Despite you know the main title and Star Wars main title and my basic picks, okay, I think- but uh, certain things like the Imperial March, like you said, or um, ecstasy of gold, like yeah, they make it's, the scene. Otherwise it's just a guy running around a graveyard. <laughs> yeah. I think that's All right, it. I so think, uh, any more takes? Are, are, we can't be the only ones who listen to movie scores, like as we're studying and stuff, right? No. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be me. five or six people out there who are willing if to you listen don't, this far. Somebody, so, anybody out there, if you don't, try it out. I mean, it, while you're studying, working out, whatever. Um, yeah, they're great. It really is. <laughs> I've been doing it exclusively for two months now <laughs> since we decided to do this podcast. And um, it's causing some issues in my life, to be honest with you. So I'm going to insert the scores we've done. I'm going to see if I can do it. They could be during the podcast. And we'll post. We're going to tweet out the link to this episode and post on Instagram for it. Follow us on Back Porch Movies on Twitter and Instagram for some amazing movie reviews. We have some more episodes come out in the future. Yeah, I yeah. got I got one. Give, I got a little, a little tease, tease here. So coming up coming up within tease. the next month or so, um I'm gonna have my Very top twenty five movies one. since twenty ten. So this is a redo of our original episode where JP did not have his list. So we're doing a <laughs> reversal. We're gonna listen to JP's countdown and Chris and I are gonna like roast yeah. it or we're gonna like cheer. Oh, one y'all are not ready. There's going to be some, some movies that are left field. <laughs> I guarantee it. Okay. Well, other than the Tenet uh, Chris, mega review, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, and then obviously the Nolan breakdown. I think that might ruin relationships. I think we literally might. I think we might get in a fight. Oh, it's going to cause problems. <laughs> yeah. All right. Chris is going to see Tenet tomorrow. We'll let you know the review right, on the thanks, next guys. episode. Have a good one.